0: Baby. It's all right by the looks, no cuts or bruises. It's so tiny, she said, then turning to the child as she cuddled it. There, there. You're safe now, little one. You're safe, you beautiful thing.
1: Tom stood still, considering the man's body, clenching his eyes tight shut and opening them again to check he wasn't dreaming. The baby had stopped crying and was taking gobs of breath in Isabel's arms. Can't see any marks on the fellow and he doesn't look diseased. He can't have been adrift long. You wouldn't credit it, he paused.
0: You take the baby up to the house, Is, and and I'll get something to cover the body. But Tom, it'll be a hell of a job to
1: get him up the path, better... Better leave him here until help comes. Don't want the birds or flies getting at him, though. There's some canvas up in the shed should do. He spoke calmly enough, but his hands and face felt cold as old shadows blotted out the bright autumn sunshine. Janus Rock was a square mile of green with enough grass to feed the few sheep and goats and the handful of chickens, and enough topsoil to sustain the rudimentary vegetable patch. The only trees were two towering Norfolk pines, planted by the crews from Point Partageurs, who had built the light station over thirty years before, in 1889. A cluster of old graves remembered a shipwreck long before that, when the pride of Birmingham foundered on the greedy rocks in daylight. In such a ship, the light itself had later been bought from England, proudly bearing the name Chance Brothers, a guarantee of the most advanced technology of its day capable of assembly anywhere, no matter how inhospitable or hard to reach. The currents hauled in all manner of things, flotsam and jetsam swirled as if between twin propellers. Bits of wreckage, tea chests, whalebones. Things turned up in their own time, in their own way. The light station sat solidly in the middle of the island. The keeper's cottage and outbuildings hunkered down beside the lighthouse. Cowed from decades of lashing winds. In the kitchen, Isabel sat at the old table, the baby in her arms wrapped in a downy yellow blanket. Tom scraped his boots slowly on the mat as he entered and rested a
0: calloused hand on her shoulder. I've covered the poor soul. How's the little one? It's a girl, said Isabel with a smile. I gave her a bath. She she seems healthy enough. The baby turned to him with wide eyes, drinking in his glance. What on earth must she make of it all? he wondered aloud. Giving her some milk too, haven't I, sweet thing? Isabel cooed, turning it into a question for the baby. She's so, so perfect, Tom, she said and kissed the child. Lord knows what she's been through. Tom took a bottle of brandy from the pine cupboard and
1: poured himself a small measure, downing it in one. He sat beside his wife, watching the lights play on her face as she contemplated the treasure in her arms. The baby followed every movement of her eyes, as though Isabel might escape if she did not hold her with her
0: gaze. Oh, little one, Isabel crooned. Poor, poor little one as the baby nuzzled her face in towards her breast. Tom could hear tears in her voice and the memory of an invisible presence hung in the air between them. She likes you, he said, then almost to himself. Makes me think of how things might have been, he added quickly. I I mean, I didn't mean... You look like you were born to it, that's all, he stroked her cheek. Isabel glanced up at him. I know, love. I know what you mean. I feel the same. He put his arms around his wife and the child. Isabel could smell the brandy on his breath. She murmured. Oh, Tom, thank God we found her in time. Tom kissed her, and put his lips to the baby's forehead. The three of them stayed like that for a long moment until the child began to wriggle, thrusting a fist out from under the blanket.